Okay. Okay. Do you hear me? Yes. Okay. Well, for those in our vast Lydian off our uh, fan club nationwide and worldwide, most of you have not really seen an IED or touched an IED, but uh, uh, Colonel Gadsden has done that and uh, received terrible wounds. He lost both of his legs. And uh, this is what the people have to do who are willing to defend our country. This is, there's nothing pretty about it. But uh, anyway, so I got a hold of this book. And this is just fantastic. Everybody in America should be forced to read this. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> just, you know, common sense book gives you people, people's uh, opinions, et cetera, et cetera. So IED is, it can be a little can, a coffee can, it can be a barrel full of stuff. So you need a, you need a wire going to the, to the IED. Then you need something to set off the explosive train, it's called. There'll be a little fire, it'll blow up, and that, that'll stop a Jeep, which is what happened with uh, Colonel Gadsden. And uh, he was number 98 for the U.S. Uh, military. And uh, a well-known as a very hardcore football player. <laughs> Boom. That's fantastic. And uh, Teresa, I met her 10, maybe 20 years ago. I don't remember. She was at the Pentagon trying to become a Pentagon spokesman. And you decided not to do that. <laughs> well, I worked at the Pentagon Channel. I was a producer at the Pentagon Channel. Yeah. That's, uh, okay. How I met Greg. Yeah. 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 So let's uh, let's talk, Greg. You've got so many things to talk about here, including <laughs> how you, when life serves you a, a bad curveball, you, you got to stay in the game. So you stayed in the game. Instead of dying, you came back to Earth, <laughs> came back alive. And yep. You went snow skiing <laughs> and fly fishing in the Colorado River. That's nope. good. That's very therapeutic. And uh, if you could tell us a little bit about your life now and what you have planned for the future, because I want to say this, and I, I'm sure you've heard it before, you know, things happen for a reason and, you know, God's up there deciding who lives and dies and, but it's kind of not easy to believe that. So only so many people you can keep track of. You've got billions of people. <laughs> like right. So, uh, but I was uh, very badly wounded in the Vietnam War. And uh, an hour before I, I got hit by an RPG team, I took my army poncho and put it behind my, my butt. And that actually stopped the grenade fragments. One one was the size of, size of a golf ball. The rest of them were, you know, kind of flat little things. Mm -hmm. but, uh, yeah, anyway, so <clears throat> I didn't think I was going to make it from that, but I said the Lord's Prayer, and and uh, next thing I knew, I was in a helicopter on my way back. Yep. Let's hear about what happened to you. Well, sir, uh, first of all, thank you for uh, for your service and your con and your continued service and example. Um, 
I always think about my service. And, and um, one of the things that I truly believe is that every generation stands on the shoulders of those who stood before us. And, and your generation certainly paved the way for, for someone like me to, to continue my service. And, um, and then I just uh, want to echo um, uh, my faith because um, in those last seconds before I lost consciousness, I asked God not to die here as well. Yeah, really? Yep, I did. I said, uh, my last thought was, God, I don't want to die in this effing country. You don't want to die here. <laughs> yeah, and he he listened. He heard my prayer and answered it for sure. Yeah. Um, one other comment, you just uh, just a comment on a, uh, something you said is, you know, people often say to me, you know, everything happens for a reason. And, and I kind of roll with it. But like you, um, mm-hmm. you know, I don't think God was on a trigger man that day that uh, that that uh, blew me up. Um, but what I say and what I believe is that uh, that his word, um, you know, our faith in his word is what allows us to to take on these, uh, these bad things that we have to sometimes contend with in life. And, and, uh, you know, it's not always about the answer we want, but, uh, it's about believing and, and accepting the answers that, uh, that he gives us because, uh, that's really, um, that's the test of faith. That's what your testimony, um, is about. Um, uh, real short, real quickly, I will just say, you know, I was ironically, I was heading back to my headquarters after attending a memorial service for two young men in a sister battalion of my brigade had been killed a few days earlier. And so um, I can tell you when uh, my mindset was just, uh, I was not in a good place, uh, you know, mentally, emotionally. Um, you know, I'm, I'm sure you had some days in Vietnam where you were wondering if you were, you know, what, 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 were, we, what were we getting something done? I mean, what what the hell is this all about? You know, and, and is it, is it working? And, um, and, you know, and, and, you know, all those kind of things just kind of, uh, you know, boil up in my mind. That's when I'm freaking hit. And I was just like, God damn it. You know, I was just, I mean, I knew what it was. Um, I didn't know immediately that I was hurt or, or even wounded, but I did, you know, I knew it was an improvised explosive device. And, uh, and um, and I was angry about it. And then very quickly, uh, that anger kind of shifted to the realization that I was hurt. It was very serious. And I, I wasn't, you know, I, I don't know if I'm going to get out of here. And that's when I I think with my with my last uh, breath there for a moment, I said, God, I don't want to die here. Um, I want to die here. Don't, don't want to die here. That's all I yeah. do not want to die here. I can die. Yep. Doesn't have to here. be an elegant prayer. Doesn't have to be fancy. <laughs> Just get to the cut to the chase. Yeah. <laughs> One of the person I know you should meet him. His name is Trey Smith, T R E S Smith. He was shot six times by an AK forty-seven while driving his Huey helicopter, reinforcing some uh, Marine Raiders. He got mm-hmm. shot six times and died on the operating table. Oh. In Afghanistan. And guess what? He came back to life. He was dead for like two minutes. And then wow. everything started pumping again. <laughs> I think I died or went into arrest like six times that evening. Oh, did you? Yeah. 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 Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, also in the big picture for you, I mean, you could become a, 
a minister. You ought to sit down with this Senator Warnock of what Georgia. He's a really great guy. He's very authentic. He might give you. Yeah, I, I know who. I, I've never met him, but I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Right, and he's yeah. again. He's been through the trials, right? You know, it's yeah. Like not. Uh, it's not a uh, not a postcard of of of. Um, but you know, the trials and tribulations. I'm just talking to um, our host here today, and, um, and you know, if you don't have bumpy days, then how do you know you have smooth days, right? <laughs> Yeah, I know. yeah, that's uh, now you know, I could see doors will open for you because of your unique story. You could become a minister, or you could run for Congress. I mean, there's a lot of different things you can do, but uh, just take it easy <laughs> for now, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I sir, I don't want to run for dog. Look, you got to take this job. <laughs> No, no. Also, motivational speaking. I did it for several years, and uh, I think you'd like it. Oh, Greg travels the country. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I've been doing it for 16 years. You get your speech down, Pat, the the one you want, talking about the stuff, drawing people into it, and you can make a a lot of money doing this. I mean, I, I and it doesn't last forever, you know. Within a couple of years, your, your yesterday's news. You get somebody, Lambia Komenich, who won the the uh, yep. Olympics or something like that. It's good. <laughs> so, uh, all right, Therese, you're uh, one the woman with women's intuition and all of that. So, what do you think? What do I think? Yeah. How did I? Uh, I think that I uh, was lucky to be, I, I'd gone to the Pentagon to work there. Kind of kicking, didn't want to go, right? Kind of kicking and screaming, <laughs> didn't really want to go to work at the Pentagon. <laughs> uh, but as the, the economy was what it was at the time. And uh, so that's where I landed. And a few weeks after taking that job, I, uh, after a small kerfuffle with the desk, wound up going out to Walter Reed. And that was the day I met Greg as they were opening up a new a new rehab therapy area at the uh, center at uh, Walter Reed. And uh, Greg was uh, learning to use his new prosthetics on a track, and he was in a harness that was there was a cable running to the ceiling, so that if he fell, he wouldn't face plant. Um, and he came walking by me and um, and fell. And, uh, but he was just kind of hanging there, you know, like Pinocchio and, um, my videographer was rolling on it and he just looked up at me and he says, are you going to use that? And I said, yeah. And, um, so he goes, and he gets his self back together and was taken up and, and everyone got to see him. Everyone saw him fall, but they also got to see him get back up and recover. And that was kind of the whole point of the story. That's our version of she got me with hello. Yeah. <laughs> that was our meet cute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, life's too short. I do remember I did I, I was saying the Lord's Prayer and I was at, as as I was bleeding out wounded from this RPG. Uh I was looking down and I could see, I could see my body. Really? I could see my body as I was kind of going up to the trees. So, 
That's my Halloween story for the week. <laughs> anyway, happy ending, just like in the movies. <laughs> well, well, um, sir, the other time, so once they kind of got me, I was, uh, I went unconscious and I, I got conscious. Uh, they resuscitated me, and um, and uh, I was, I was in a vehicle now. Uh, my head's lying in the, uh, in the lap of one of my medics, who I asked to say the soldier's prayer. So uh, I had to double up. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, that, uh, but uh, and he did. He knew it by heart. Yeah. So were you like an infantry officer? Artillery, sir. King artillery, of okay. Yeah. yeah. Man, there's a lot of artillery being expended in the uh, in Europe right now. Whoever thought we would yep. be doing, yeah. dealing with something yeah, like that? Yeah, that Ukrainian fight. That Ukrainian fight is primarily an artillery fight. Yeah, it seems to be. Uh, yeah, almost uh, World War One like. I mean, these yeah. fixed lines and and um, a lot of uh, a lot of pounding. It's isn't yeah. it sort of surreal that uh, you know we go about our lives every day, and you know there's a there's a war for you know for life for the existence of a, of our nation right now, and we're just um, we get around know, to it. Living right yeah it's rough well i want to thank you for joining this uh, fantastic show and i think people who listen to it will be very interested and uh, i really appreciate your your hard work for our country and therese you're fantastic so uh both of you keep up the good work and uh godspeed go with god whatever <laughs> Yep. Uh, bio Yes. Uh, thank you for having Feliz us Navidad. on. Uh, <laughs> yes, uh, thank you for having us on and appreciate the opportunity to, to, to share a few of our thoughts with you this morning. An officer and a gentleman. I love it. It's wonderful. Uh -huh. Okay. See you next time. Thanks, Dan. Yes, sir. Yeah. Good